What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 14 of The Overview. I'm Chan Man V, and I lied because I said that we, had, we were having technical issues and that we would get started, but it turns out that things miraculously happened in the matter of 45 seconds. Uh, Beautiful. Wanna, yeah, exactly. We got everybody here. Fish Sticks, Shade. How you guys doing? Pretty good, man. Just recovering from DreamHack. Yes. It was awesome times. Three of us were there. Yes. We'll talk about it in a little bit, I'm sure. Yes. Shade? Good. A little bit sad that the bait is gone, but yes. we'll be back soon enough. At least we have a date this time. It's not like the first time where it was just like gone forever and we didn't know. That's right. Literally just ended. So, uh, But we got extra time. We got OT over time because it was tied and you know, an extra two hours is always nice. Uh, but want to welcome to the show for the first time. Rachel Seltzer, please, Querico. Those of you that have been watching esports for a while, she hosts uh, everything <laughs> and casts things and and spokesperson for a lot of things. So welcome to the show, Rach. Things and the source of the technical difficulties uh, <laughs> due to time shortage. So uh, apologies for that. I guess this is the first and last time you'll see me. So uh, I guess I'll make the best of it today. Hey, guys. <laughs> no, it's all good. Definitely all good. Okay, so lots to talk about today. This, uh, again, the open beta just ended. So we had a whole week of Overwatch, lots of things going on. So we'll, we'll touch on uh, the comic book. Coca-Cola announced something for launch day. Uh, some events, the end of the Overkill tournament, uh, lots of cool things going on streaming-wise, too. And on top of that, we got a little bit of, you know, hacking drama and that sort of thing to talk about. So we, we can definitely, we'll, def we'll touch on that at the very end. Uh, any questions you guys have, too, definitely tweet that to uh, either one of us or myself particularly, at ChainMV or the value, um, not value, the Overview GG. And uh, I'll definitely read those out at the end of the show. Okay, so let's start off with uh, talking about open beta. Just, you know, again, just finished. I kind of want to just get everybody's thoughts on what your experience was this last week playing the game. Fishix, want to start? Man, I didn't get to play enough because we were off to DreamHack on Thursday. Mm -hmm. I did get a chance to play at Rachel's tournament, but I would have played so much more if I was home. Um, I, sadly, I, I just like watched HBO shows and the Warriors game and didn't even <laughs> play last night. I'm I'm some kind of like I, where's my passion? It's dead. Uh, no, but seriously, the the open beta has been very eye opening. A lot of people were looking to this to kind of to set the tone for the future of the game because obviously it's open. Everyone has a chance to get their hands on the game, right. and from what I could tell, man, a lot of people were playing because. Basically, across the board, uh, content was getting more viewership. You know, just the hype is through record levels. Uh, the, the subreddit itself has grown like 50, 60, 70,000 subscribers yeah. Yeah. since the game went into open beta. And like that doesn't necessarily sound like a lot off the bat, but like the Overwatch subreddit is already becoming one of the biggest single gaming subreddits and was the fastest growing subreddit for uh, a couple days there on the entire website of Reddit. So I don't know. Hype level is definitely over 9,000 and we're seeing that in a myriad of ways. So that's really the, the number one thing for me was just seeing kind of how, how excited the community was, was for this game and how little negativity there was, honestly. It yeah. was almost all just awesome plays and discussing you know the mechanics and very little vitriol and negativity. A lot of people just excited to play and that's reflected basically everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. Shane, how about you? How was this week streaming and playing and all that good stuff? 
That's pretty fun. It was nice to see like not super long queues in game because there was actually people playing and there wasn't like just 12 people the entire time. Um, so that was awesome. And I kind of like that we didn't really have any like balance changes or patch mm-hmm. notes or anything like that yeah. because it kind of gave, I guess, everyone a chance to just experience the game as it's been, I guess, for the last, what, two weeks? It's been like two weeks since we had a, pa- a patch. Yeah. So that was kind of nice. And just to see all of the new people's thoughts on heroes and Bastion and Torbjorn. <laughs> Lots of Bastions. <laughs> like, Every game. That was really Bastion. cool. Yeah, exactly. Rach, how about you? Yeah, I was going to say my experience has just been like Bastion memes <laughs> everywhere. Because I, like Ben, I was doing a DreamHack stuff. I wasn't really able to play. And so, you know, I've just been trying to secondhand enjoy the community. Uh, wow you know i can't believe how you know lucky we are to have these new players figure stuff out that over the course of six months these pro players you know never even thought to think of as problems with the game and uh, the fresh insight is really um it's great (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah definitely and you know rachel Rachel actually organized a few overwatch events we'll talk about in a second when we talk about dreamhack um but yeah so one thing that i could at least personally for me that was really great when playing with uh, friends and that's what i've been mostly doing in open beta is is just playing with friends that never had it before and just kind of socializing i guess playing overwatch is uh, a couple things so the brawl was actually a really great brawl to introduce the game to people because um because the random heroes allowed for folks that have played the game to maybe get equaled out a little bit just because they might be playing a character they don't they're not very good at so it was a little bit easier for them i guess to be introduced into a, a more level playing field just new players and that sort of sort of thing so played a lot of that uh and then also the competitive the competitive mode's gone which is a very good thing <laughs> it was gone the, the wow. way it was the way it was it, it, i was very very happy to see that it's not going to be launched uh so I, I don't know what do you guys think of that just we didn't really talk about competitive being stripped removed yeah i mean most people wanted to see some kind of change to it uh so you know we, we Blizzard really pushed to get this out as quickly as they could so they could start testing it as quickly as they could. Mm-hmm. And they were upfront about this. You know, They didn't even think that they were going to have a competitive mode in before launch. They weren't sure. Uh, and they, they push it out mainly as a form of just getting it out there and starting to test things. Um, obviously, uh, could, could use some more polish in some aspects. So I know for a fact that they've been very open about the fact that they're you know, open to reviewing this and look, in, look into different ways of doing a competitive rule set. Uh, so I think they're going back to the drawing board, and I think everyone's pretty happy to see that for the most part. Yes. I, on a personal level, look, on a, on a personal level, all I care about is good MMR matchmaking. I don't really care about the competitive... Right. I, know I'm, I know I'm the aberration, I'm not like the norm, but like the MMR system is still pretty decent, it seems to me. Like I still get... Pretty fun high MMR games with pros. Uh, it's working out for me. Like I don't really mind. So I did yeah. miss ranked a little bit just because it's like the feeling of ranked queue isn't the same in just like regular quick match. So I don't know. It's I kind of missed that part of it, but yeah. it wasn't a huge deal. It's definitely more serious, right? I mean, the game level, the gameplay is definitely uh, a lot higher in the competitive mode. And at the same time, a lot of people are <laughs> a bit trolly, or they, they definitely get on their teammates too in the in the chat at the same time. Uh, but it was the one thing that I just didn't have fun doing, you know, in the game. So coming into open beta, I was just really happy that it, that wasn't, you know, there weren't any other folks like myself that was being presented that competitive mode. Uh, so 
anyways, it makes me happy that, that they're, you know, definitely doing something and then we'll re-release it a little bit later on. Uh, so there's not, you know, much to, there's not much negative, negative things to talk about. I mean, that's like you said, Ben, like this whole week, it's been nothing but, you know, just great things being said, you know, just on their subreddit and everything, just talking about just general access and just the fun everybody's been having. Yeah, also, yeah, seems that way. Top streamers have picked it up too. Yeah, uh, the, the Twitch category like exploded. I saw, you know, a lot of the the top variety streamers were bringing their audiences in, and even my numbers like I am uh, very modest. Uh, let me be clear and upfront. But <laughs> you know, when I was playing Overwatch and it was closed beta, they were half of what they are now. Just that everyone has access to it, and everyone can kind of understand better what's going on in my stream and other people's streams, having played at least a little bit themselves. Right. Yeah, man. I mean, matched up against some of the variety streamers too. Like, we got to play against Lyric a bunch, and apparently he was kind of mad. So, (laughs) oh yeah, so mad. Oh my god, that gets the Uh, viewers, baby. Getting him mad. um, Yeah, man. It as I work at Twitch, uh, so I look at numbers all day, and he does uh, Overwatch. Literally watching him look at numbers every day. Straight up. Um, (laughs) Yeah, people see me at events. I'm just like hunched over my laptop, like refreshing stream. But. no, Overwatch has been in the top five or even top four, basically nonstop on Twitch. There was a point where Overwatch had like five times as many viewers as Counter Strike, and obviously the wow. hype's at all at record highs right now because it is the beta just came out and all the top variety streamers are playing it. Uh, but that was just super exciting to see for me. Um, I, I do have one concern though, um, and it's the fact that almost nobody in the competitive scene is seeing a lot of success on stream except for Siegel and the people that he like hosts and works with. Uh, yeah. So it seems like it's very, very top heavy right now. Uh, it, obviously the variety streamers are getting it, but like even other really well-known good players are not really, they're not really streaming a lot. And when they do stream, they're not really getting a ton of viewership. So I think those guys really need to go to the drawing board and figure out how to build a <laughs> successful stream. Cause that is just so incredibly important for, your personal brand to, to grow like that. Well, I really I mean, hope people start taking it seriously. If you remember Hearthstone, you know, like I, I remember the first month and two, a couple of months of Hearthstone, and basically Trump was Seagull, right? It's, that's kind of analogous to that. And there was like only yeah. one person like getting a ton of views and big old drop. There's a huge drop off between the, the top spot and like even the second spot. So it's just a matter of time. It's just, it's, it's just more about people discovering other people. Uh, don't get me wrong. Some of those other streams, you know, entertainment is, is definitely something to be focused on. But uh, I, I think it's just a matter of time that more more folks, you'll see more streamers, you'll see some of the views being dispersed a little bit more. Uh, but there's a reason why Seagull's the top, you know. he's He does a great job of playing and interacting, playing well and interacting and talking, explaining his play. So it's a good stream. <laughs> you know, like, what can you say? Uh, but no, it's totally true. It's, I, I've just been surprised that there haven't been at least a couple of other people that are getting up into the 500,000 plus range, like on their own without hosts and, and front page and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It just haven't really seen it yet. Um, but yeah, that's some mm-hmm. good insight. Yeah. I, I don't actually, that, that makes a lot of sense. The Hearthstone analogy. Yeah, so uh, I guess Brandon got up to, or Siegel got up to thirteen thousand. Is that right? Uh, Something cra- like that. That's crazy, it was man. Higher, I think. Wasn't he at fifteen for a minute or 15? two? Oh wow. Okay, so fifteen thousand. Yeah. We can check this. Yes, Ben can check this. That's the beauty of it. No, you can too. There's this oh, website called Twinge. Twinge.tv. It's amazing. I oh, use Twinge, it. Twinge. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. 
lots of great tracking <laughs> tracking sites out there actually for uh, folks that are interested uh, but, but yeah, yeah so- I mean hype is at all times high but mm-hmm. 13 14k is insane man like if 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 this can carry over into the full launch of the game like mm-hmm. this is one of the biggest individual streamers on Twitch if you can continue that with the, right. that momentum like mm-hmm. I knew it was going to be big but I never would have thought that individual streamers would be getting 14k so yeah. let's I'm just crossing my fingers hoping that this carries forward yeah I it's one of these things where we've always you know we've been talking about this and we it's one of these things where we've all believed that you know once there's more people playing the game that the viewers will come and uh, that's what's so great about this now that we're done with open beta and we you know we projected that open beta would be like 10x i don't know something like that right the number of users and and that should translate you know somewhat into viewers and that's what we're seeing so seeing all this stuff come to fruition is is uh just even i don't know it's even more i guess validating from the standpoint that this game is going to be something huge and you know with seagull getting 13k i remember trump getting it and then Crip was probably there too. Like Crip and Trump are probably around the top. But Crip had it all from Diablo too, right? Uh, Trump was like totally Hearthstone. We saw Moss come really quickly after that, right? And we saw, um, you know, just some of the other other big force and probably a little bit later. But uh, all these guys I'm talking about in Hearthstone, they're all top Twitch streamers now. So um, I think we can probably expect at least one or two people in Overwatch. I think to enter that room. Yeah, I'm too. sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I noticed, I, I've become so obsessed with uh, YouTube stats as well. Ever since you know I ran the Onog tournament, I've been obsessively daily checking the stats like all the time. Um, and <laughs> I'm I'm a huge nerd, guys. Uh, but ever since day one of open beta, we're seeing a sh- it's like a hockey stick in viewership yeah. on on a match that took place over a month ago. The viewership is like just gone straight up. Uh, so it, it's like. 10x higher than it ever was before on a per day like yeah. viewers so that's just been sick to see too and none, none of that's because it was post wasn't posted on reddit wasn't tweeted wasn't yeah. promoted wasn't embedded on any website it's True. just people searching for videos about competitive overwatch so that's been really cool and guess what guys two weeks of no overwatch guess what people are going to be doing during that time they're going to be scouring youtube for a bunch of overwatch content crying yeah crying too but you know trying to at least uh you know just uh, amend some of those wounds they're going to be looking on youtube so um lots of again lots of overwatch youtube content makers are ready and the subreddit highlights one you know like every every month in that top right hand corner thing that they do on the subreddit uh so definitely check that out um it's rach uh, in terms of like streaming and stuff, like you know, in terms of becoming a popular streamer, you know, for some a game like this, like what do you think? What do you think people need to do? Um, I mean, well, I I don't know if I'm the one to ask because I haven't yeah. cracked the code at all. But uh, you know, I, from the popular streamers I know, it's it's a lot of the basics. I mean, you have to be consistent. Um, you have to you know be providing commentary. I think one of the most difficult things is you know talking while you're playing an mm-hmm. FPS because you're so focused, and that's what's amazing about watching someone like Seagull stream. You are he is talking and he is talking about things that are interesting, and he's teaching. Um, a lot of people are kind of not going to be able to bring that level of energy to a to a long stream. So those people who can you know stream for a long time, stream consistently, and be engaged that whole time are. Definitely going to rise to the top. I mean, we saw in Hearthstone, you know, a lot more people got to be a little more relaxed, but that's mm-hmm. not the case here. 
Yeah, Hearthstone, yeah, you know, you have, yeah, you have you know, a minute and a half to just do whatever the heck you want, right? With your, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can sit there talking to your stream for a good minute and then make your move. <laughs> That's what's beautiful about that game uh, in terms of stream interaction. But uh, yeah, with, with Overwatch, it's a little bit more difficult. But at the same time, people have a lot more to watch, too. Yeah. yeah, I want to, I mean, Ben, you said you were looking around at a lot of the content, and one of the things that I thought was interesting, like, the more people played Overwatch and the more people, like, talked about it, I, you know, I heard people, you know, rag on this here or that here a little bit, but I never heard anyone say, like, this game is broken, this game is crap, this game is not worth it, like, I I don't understand, uh, you know, I, I don't think it's going that poorly, I think uh, yeah. people are coming it's in too and good. saying. It's too good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well... Uh, um, and I guess we should mention 18K viewers for the Overkill yes, Finals. Yes, that's right. I was going to touch on that, too. Which uh, um, Yeah, it, it was a best of nine, so it, it went it went really, really long, which is obviously great for finals, mm-hmm. or for, for viewership. And uh, the final scoreline, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves, is 5-3. Cloud9 <laughs> right. ended up beating we'll jump around. the best of nine. Mm-hmm. But by the end, man, it was 18K viewers. I still haven't had time to watch the VODs. So I'm probably going to do it tonight at some point. I'm not really sure. Uh, but that's super sick too, because as much as I hate to say it, that's only a hair less than what StarCraft got at, at DreamHack, man. Mm-hmm, and that's gosh. like a stadium you have production value. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's, it's still it's crazy. You it's know? definitely no, it it absolutely is, and you know that was kind of the whole point of doing this tournament, right? At the end of beta, uh, the king of the beta, right? Uh, so. Again, for those guys doing Overkill.gg tournament, it's definitely a job well done. I know they had like a lot of little little technical issues they had to deal with that they didn't have control of too, just early on some of the group stage stages. So it was great to have them, you know, just kind of have all those viewers at the at the end and uh, the new format too. You know, best of nine, we haven't done that before. That's re- really cool that they're giving that a try, and I think it's good. It's really good to be able to have them play as many matches as possible or many games as possible to determine a winner. I agree. Okay, well, let's touch on some lighter things. You know, like there's some, I don't know if they're lighter. Some people actually take, like, really, really love uh, the other media surrounding Overwatch. But uh, another comic book came out, uh, or at least one of these mini comic books, that touches on the Roadhog and Junkrat story. Uh, You guys get a chance to take a look at that? Shade, you get a chance chance to look at it? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't know. I like all the little extra things that Blizzard puts into the game. Um, I guess not in the game, but for Overwatch in general, I think it's pretty cool. They kind of just mm-hmm. seems like they have this draw note plan of everything that they want to incorporate. It's just also incredible marketing at the same time. It's really fun to like watch and read. So yeah, I'm yeah. really looking forward to another short coming out soon. Yeah, looks like there may be. Well, there supposed to be. There were supposed to be four total or three total. Three, three? three? I think. Three? Okay, so three. There's I, definitely, like I know there was three. definitely three, but I'm not. I'm not sure they were going. Was it have four, one. including the Winston one that came out to the Recall one that came out at the beginning? Maybe, Might maybe, maybe four. that one's including. Okay, yeah. So th- we should we should get one more though, which I don't know. Maybe maybe launch day. It's a, I'm trying to figure out when that's going to be. Maybe it'll be next week, just to kind of like help us help us transition into launch. That'd be kind of nice. Um, what do you think of the story? Like, what do you think of the comic book? Like compared to, I guess, the McCree one, Rachel. Um, I think uh, it it kind of it was so short that it relied a lot on like stereotypes and stuff like that, like uh, or not stereotypes, but like tropes, kind of of like they think the two junkrat Mad Max kind of guys, you know, 
but it's at the same time like really heartwarming for the same way. I don't know. I next to like the animated shorts, I just kind of can't get into the comics. Yeah, okay, I know what you mean. I, I got they made Junkrat so kawaii though. Like <laughs> that's true. He's he's always got this like look in his eyes. It's just I just like how they portrayed Junkrat mainly. You like the art better in this one, right, Ben? Compared to the, I think it's Spangler? more interesting. It's like more stylized uh, and more colorful. I think. Actually, let me show it. <laughs> Had it like set up here to show for this whole time. Yeah, they use Gray uh, Shiko for this one, uh, which it's definitely a different style. And it's kind of interesting they chose somebody differently. It looks like they're they're just trying out different artists, and maybe they'll continue with the same artist for their storylines. You know, that's another thing too. It, it just feels like there's so many characters, right? So like. When are they going to find it? Like, it looks like they're going down individual storylines for for them. When are they going to all come together? Like, I, I kind of want to see Avengers, you know, like like comic book, and then and then maybe go off into like the individuals. That would actually be kind of cool to see when it comes together. But yeah, check check it out, guys. It's at comic.playoverwatch.com, and uh, yeah, you can see this one. It looks like they're going to be coming out. I mean, the last one was like what three weeks ago or so, so they're coming out with these pretty quickly. Yep. Given they have different artists and writers, they're probably in parallel, which is kind of nice. So uh, th- these will come out faster, I think, than the shorts. Okay, well, uh, some some other news is that Coca-Cola is going to be taking part in all of this Overwatch awesomeness, and they announced that they're doing a launch promotion that is uh, that involves movie theaters around the the nation. And what they're going to do is they're like on launch day, they're going to have a two hour um, premiere, I, I believe it is. And it's like a combination of a lot of things. Um, don't know for sure because there's surprises that are going to be announced, but definitely the shorts will be involved. And um, yeah, some exclusive things. I don't know if exclusive means footage, you know, just you know, the actual movie or even like maybe swag, but um, it could be all those things. I don't know. What have you guys heard about it? You can buy tickets right now, right? Yeah. yeah. So the way it works is that it's guaranteed to be in nine um, nine theaters, I, I believe, around the nation, and it's about it's all about demand for the rest of the, uh, these theaters that are available with. So let me show you this website. Uh, There's tug.com/slash/titles/overwatch. I'll, I'll link it in the chat too, real quick. Uh, you can actually see if any theaters are available near you know the city that you live in and if you can see the green i believe the green ones are the ones that are that it's going to be available in during launch and you'll see some that are kind of half filled and the reason why they're half filled is that the theaters won't make them available unless 100 people are interested in it so what that means is get your friends and i'm going to be tweeting it too for florida because there's one in fort lauderdale that i definitely want to want to go to i'm going to be like having everybody make sure that they they buy tickets so yeah definitely yeah. if you see a t next to your city tell your friends to like go to this site and and express interest or reserve tickets or i forget exactly how it works yeah uh so the one thing you got put out here is that it's 120 minutes long mm-hmm. and we currently have like i don't know a combined like 25 minutes of shorts <laughs> right so let's do the I'm math just like freaking out like doing the math 90 plus minutes it's like dramatic reading of the yeah. comics or it's yeah, a long I mean, who knows what it's gonna be i don't know <laughs> if i had to guess though there's gonna be some exclusive content guys yes. like that that would be my my i would bet money on that that there's gonna be some some stuff that no one else will be able to watch and you'll be the first people seeing it so get out there yeah absolutely 
That's Two right. words: commemorative swag. I'm Commem- so down. Commem- with it. That's, 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 that's what I'm looking forward to. Commem- I want to get some kind of Winston. That's actually Ben already has a bunch of stuff, man. I'm like jealous. That's not even fair, man. Rachel's got some stuff too. I got a backpack. I, 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 I bought backpack. mine on gear.blizzard.com and jinx.com. All those shirts. I was expecting those shirts to be available at DreamHack. Rachel None just got full sale today. She's like, you can None. buy tickets now, right? And, Look at this. Uh, Blizzard.com, oh right? My gosh. Listen, I, I, this is all the, the only way I have to vote is with my dollar, and, and so I do. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Like, oh, man. All right. Nice. Just making everybody jealous. Okay, yeah, so definitely check that out. What? Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh, it almost it fell right onto my Razer Overwatch mouse. It was almost oh my gosh. Where's that razor blade, Ben, that you or that you happen to be running your <laughs> oh, running the show back. off of right now? <laughs> okay. Oh, well. yeah, that, that's in my closet right now. I need to go grab that. Well, why don't we talk about Dreonk since since we're we're kind of alluding yeah. to a lot of it. Uh so Fish Sticks and Rachel and I were uh, at DreamHack, and it was the first DreamHack in America. It was in Austin. Uh, obviously, had really good time hanging out with you guys. But in terms of Overwatch, uh, lots of people playing Overwatch in the BYOC, and uh, Rachel was one of the main people. Rachel and Trevor actually, a torch, were uh, one of the main components of organizing tournaments and really just getting the competitive aspect of Overwatch going, uh, just just going at the event, and particularly at the Razor booth. You're obviously uh, helping to sponsor this. So why don't you talk about that a little bit, Rachel, and how it went? Uh, sure. So actually, I was just trying to pull up the stats, and um, we had we ran four tournaments over the course of uh, three days. We ran an Invitational, which is uh, what Ben and his team won on Friday. Uh, then we ran two tournaments on Saturday, one on Sunday, and I think we had a total of forty-two teams sign up, which makes us the uh, which is like two hundred and fifty-two players. Uh, which makes us the most played like BYOC tournament uh, for teams, for players. It was it was really, really cool. And um, I teamed up with Razor and NZXT. We got a bunch of prizes together and we gave away four Blade laptops. I think like 18 sets of like the, the Razor um, mouse and keyboard and uh, mouse mat and a bunch of computer towers wow. and like a whole bunch of swag from Blizzard. And it was just like, it was exactly how lands were when mm-hmm. when I was going to lands like uh, like Quake Cons and uh, Envision stuff like that. Where I just wanted to make sure like people would come to this event and would leave with like a ton of stuff, and we definitely I think achieved that. Yeah, and it, like you said, you look around the BYOC, and I would say roughly fifty percent of people were playing mm-hmm. Overwatch, mm-hmm. potentially more. It might have been more. I mean, it, obviously, it's like their chance, last chance to play with the open beta. So blah, blah, blah. But still, it was crazy. So many people were playing Overwatch. Um, just if you looked at the glowing monitors, it's just all over the place. Well, and it was like word of mouth, too. Yeah, it's yeah. totally. I mean, it, it was uh, it was surprising how many people were. Um, I mean, just how many six teams or uh, six man teams there were. Uh, I actually played in it, but I was like a free agent. I played with like five other random people. But uh, I think that the teams that there were a good number of teams, I think that did pretty well. Of course, not against the ringer team that like Ben was playing on with Oplad and, and V, but in Nerd Slayer. But the other teams, I mean, I was pretty impressed about how you know good some of the other players were that were at the VOC and, and just how serious they took it. You know, just watching them in the semis and the finals, it was cool watching them uh, just all set up in the Razor booth and on comms and things like that. Uh, in fact, that one team, the one team that finished second to Ben, right? They ended up winning the, the third one, right, Rich? Or the fourth one? 
Yeah, that oh, really? came out yeah. ad hoc. Uh-huh. They yeah. were completely made up of like BYOC players that mm-hmm. had met in the channel and like got together. And it was that was the team that um it was a mercy play of the game for the final match. Yes. So oh, that wow. kid won the laptop. And his Shit. mom was there, and his like little five year old brother were there, and the mom was crying, and the brothers jumping. I was like the coolest, like exactly how I wanted it to go, and it was so nice to like be able to give prizes to these people that, you yeah. know, I don't think ever get to compete in esports or competing games, and they really got to feel like that that fire to win. Yeah, absolutely. Got a razor blade too. Shade, you should be proud. Mercy, play the game. And, I know, I smiled as soon as I heard it. <laughs> and for those of you who don't, uh, I guess, realize why the play of the game is so important, those prizes, like the Razor case, went to the play of the game. Basically, whoever's played the game in the very last game of the series in the semifinals won that Razor and NZXT case. And then in the finals, if you got the play of the game, it was the Razor Blade. So it was always really tense going into the final game. Everybody was like, okay, who's going to get it? And we kind of saw it all over the place, right? Razor got it. I mean, like Mercy got it. Reinhardt got one. Um, who? I think I saw Genji. Genji got one, of course. Okay. There's a Genji in there somewhere. <laughs> no, when you announced that rule set of the play of the game is going to get the laptop, I had a vision of pulling out my Genji sword and getting that play of the game. Oh and then it happened. So uh, I, know basically. Of, I know there's a lot of competitive people in chat right now. I am currently the one Overwatch player who has won the most in prize winnings ever because that well, all those other people too. Actually, ben, I'm, I'm tied uh, with four other people. One of our other, uh, our, I think our Reinhardt winner, he won the case. Oh, that's and, right. Oh, and the Chroma shit. Suite and the laptop. So he's oh, beaten right now. That's well, right. On Friday, or sorry, on Saturday, <laughs> I was the winningest player for a short period of time. But uh, the you dream can, is dead. And yeah, the, the, actually, the, uh, the other thing we did different yeah. about our tournament was we had a rule set that uh, we didn't want to do stopwatch. So we awarded points, um, three for capture points and one for each uh, checkpoint on the payload maps. Mm-hmm. And uh, that allowed us to kind of, you know, have situations where, you know, one team would get three quarters of the way through a map and go up against a team who, you 